Welcome back, everyone, to Countdown Travels Podcast. I have a really fun one planned for you guys today because this is episode number eight, and episode number eight is dedicated to all the mistakes we have made, whether we land that cruise and made a mistake or actually mistakes that we made on board. So episode number eight is called, Oh No, You Didn't. Let's get started. So as I've said before in my previous podcast, cruise travel is a very unique way to take a vacation. It is unlike any other land vacation that you're ever going to take. And sometimes when we are first-time cruisers, we don't understand, we don't know, and honestly, sometimes we learn as we go. Am I speaking from personal experience? Absolutely. I can tell you that in the past 20 years of cruising, I have made my mistakes, whether it be in the planning process or just things I didn't know about and I kind of have learned as I go when I'm on my cruise vacations. So in episode number eight, we're gonna be talking about mistakes that we've made and why is it important to talk about this? Well, many of you have either thought about taking a cruise or wanted to cruise and don't know where to start, or quite frankly, you're probably afraid of, you know, these mistakes that I'm about to mention. So use this as like a public service announcement and let's talk about mistakes so that, you know, you don't have to make them, right? So number one, I want to talk about mistakes that could be made by people that don't understand cruise travel because cruise travel is so unique and is so different than any other land type of vacation. When you take a cruise, you can't like move from ship to ship, right? Let me explain. So let's say you book uh, a land vacation at an all-inclusive resort in Cancun and you don't like that all-inclusive resort for one reason or another. You look to your significant other and you're like, honey, we gotta go. This is not what I expected. This is not what I paid for. This is not the service that I wanted, et cetera, et cetera. And what could you possibly do? Move to another resort, right? Well, it doesn't really work like that when you're on a cruise ship. So once you're on that ship, you're kind of stuck on that ship unless you willingly disembark the ship at one of your ports of call. So if you're on a seven night cruise, uh, you're kind of committed to those seven nights on that ship. So that's why it's super important to know to not make some of these mistakes or at least to learn before, one, you book that cruise, or two, once on the cruise, you learn how to not make these mistakes. Another big one that I wanna talk about is a mistake that people make, some people, I call them peer runners, what do you call them? Probably the same, right? Are the fact that when you take a cruise and you're in a port of call, there are times to disembark, get off the ship, and there's times to get back on that ship. And when a cruise ship says all aboard time is five o'clock, they mean it. So if you decide to go shopping, you lose track of time, the ship will leave you. Yes, they will leave you at that port of call. And at that point, it becomes your responsibility to catch up with the ship at the next port of call or to catch up with the ship where the ship ends up at, at the last destination. Has it happened? It happens all the time. Unfortunately, the biggest thing that I've seen in my cruise experience are people that, well, 
have too much fun in port. And well, drinking alcoholic beverages can kind of distort your time reference. So most of the pier runners, we call them, are people that are running down the pier will usually be ones that had a little too much fun at that local bar in Cozumel and you see them running trying to catch up to the ship. So don't make that mistake of missing the ship because you lose track of time. Another reason why I see people missing the ship is because at certain destinations there is a time difference. One of the biggest tips I have for you if you're a first-time cruiser is always stick to ship time. The cruise ships do an amazing job of letting you know when you are in a port and there's going to be a time difference. They make announcements on the PA. They leave papers with flyers, information. It's posted throughout the ship. A lot of the staff will remind you, kindly remind you, move your clock back one. Please stay on ship time. They will let you know to make sure so that if you are in your port and the port time is one hour ahead and you're on ship time, stay on your ship time or vice versa. So I knew of someone, not um, someone that I booked, someone that booked a cruise on their own, and they went exploring in a Mexican port of call and they did not stick to this and they missed the ship and they had to catch up in the United States. It's kind of, that's a whole nother story that maybe I'll talk about in another podcast, but man, that was an adventure for this family to catch up to the cruise ship back in Long Beach, California. Another big mistake that I see people do when they book their own cruise vacation is booking the wrong kind of room, especially my first time cruisers, and the wrong location on the ship. So when you go to the deck plans on a cruise line website and you're searching, you need to know what kind of room type you're booking into. The cheapest rate will always be an interior rate. That means no windows. And if you have claustrophobia, well, you're setting yourself up to have a very long week of absolutely no outside light at all. Granted, most of these rooms are not the size of a hotel room or a room at home. So not knowing what kind of room to book and not knowing the location of that room. I'll give you another example. If you book a guaranteed stateroom, that means it's a room that you're guaranteed to get in that category, but because you're getting an amazing deal on this room, you can't pick that room location. A perfect example of that is years ago, I was on a carnival cruise and I booked a guaranteed stateroom. As a matter of fact, it was a porthole interior, which means that I was in the very front of that ship. And every single time the cruise ship dropped its anchor, oh my goodness, it was a horrendous noise. I was, like I said, way in the front of the ship. So if you don't understand where to book your room, if you don't understand what kind of room types there are, it is so important to speak to someone, whether it's a friend, a cruise blogger, vlogger, or a travel agent like myself that can help you understand these different room types and the best place to get that room that's going to be less noisy than some of the other rooms that could potentially cause a disturbance in your sleep. Another mistake that I see, and it's the, oh no, I forgot, whether it be hygiene products or medicine, 
when you have to purchase that on board, you're paying a pretty penny for it. So a simple thing like deodorant, for example, or sunscreen, or a special kind of over-the-counter medication, or even if you need something prescribed by the ship doctor, anything that you forget at home could potentially cost you more than you would pay for at home. Another example of this is because, again, since you're on a ship, you're not at a land hotel. If you forget something, if you're taking a vacation at, for example, a resort on land, you can walk to your local pharmacy or grocery store, right? Pick up what you forgot. No big deal. Well, if it's a sea day, you're out in the middle of the ocean, you don't really have that option. So they do have basic necessities on the cruise ship, basic hygiene products and over-the-counter pain medicine, that sort of thing. But just prepare to be paying a little more than you would on land for those common items that you would get at your local pharmacy or grocery store. Another mistake that I see people make is that they don't understand how the dining works on a cruise ship. So If you are new to cruise travel, you're booking this cruise on your own, you're just so excited to count on a ship, you may not understand that you have several dining options. So can you imagine just dining every night at the buffet or, you know, not understanding that they're how the specialty dining works or how room service works? It's super important to understand what options you have. What did you pay for? What is included? If your package included some free specialty dining, like it's often offered with Norwegian Cruise Lines, you better make sure that you get your specialty dining because that is going to be some of the best dining on the ship. So please make sure that when you book a cruise vacation, look at all the dining options to make sure that you are maximizing what you paid for and you're not missing out on some potentially pretty amazing dining opportunities. Lastly, another thing that I want to personally bring up before I start sharing what some of my Instagram followers shared with me is that you may not understand how the gratuities or they also call them service charges work, depending on the cruise line that you go with work. Let me explain. When you book a cruise vacation, it is customary to pay gratuities to the person that is your stateroom attendant. They come to your room twice a day. They give you the most amazing service possible. They are kind. They are some of the most amazing people that you will meet on a cruise ship and they work so hard. Another person that will receive the gratuities that you pay for are your wait staff. So these typically are your head waiter, your maitre d' and then the assistant waiter. So while gratuities are optional, people don't understand necessarily how they work. And if you don't prepay those gratuities, you get back on the ship and every day you're being charged $14.50 per person per day and you don't understand where are these charges coming from. I paid my cruise in full. Why am I having to pay extra? Well, that's what you're paying for. So don't have a surprise bill at the end. Know that if you don't pay these ahead of time, they will start to show up on your cruise balance when you're on the cruise. So don't have any surprises and say, oh gosh, I do not know why I'm paying so much. Be prepared. All right. This is the fun part because I asked my followers on Instagram 
plugging in my Instagram really quickly, you guys. I am cruise yes please on Instagram. I have a very active cruise and travel Instagram account. You can also find me on TikTok, Cruising Susie. I am over there posting lots of videos to very active social media accounts. And I asked my followers on Instagram, what are some of the mistakes that you've made when you are either cruising or booking that cruise vacation? All right, let's start with the first one. One of my followers said, not realizing how far the dock was from the actual town and city. They bring up a good point. Let me explain. So a good example of that would be if you book a cruise from Los Angeles, let's talk about Los Angeles for a second, okay? And it happens quite often that people that book a cruise from LA think that LA is kind of small. LA is pretty big. And LAX airport is not necessarily walking distance from the cruise port. So you have to have certain transportation arranged, whether it be a shuttle, an Uber. And the other thing that, you know, I get, I hear frequently is, oh, I'm going to LA. I want to go to Disneyland. Disneyland is quite a drive from LA. So if you plan to spend the day in Los Angeles, know that you're going to have to do your homework of how to get around and what is the best option either pre or post my cruise to make sure that one, I'm able to board my ship on time or after I disembark my ship, how do I get to that particular destination and the distance that the port is from the airport or your next planned activity? That was a great question. Thank you so much, Clee Bishop, for your submission. The next one is a client of mine who has booked some cruise vacations with me and she says, Packing too much, especially clothes. Oh my goodness, I am so guilty of this. I always pack more because I'm always afraid I'm not going to have enough. And then you get there and you realize that you probably use half the amount of clothes that you have taken. Now, it's a good little segue into are there laundry options with these cruise lines. All cruise lines will have some sort of laundry option. For example, Carnival actually has a laundromat on board that you can use. And on Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, you can uh, submit, uh, fill up a bag at a certain rate or cost, and they will launder it for you. Great submission. Thank you so much to my sweet client, Anne-Marie, for that one. Another client of mine shared, my brother, who lived over an hour away from the port, forgot his passport ID. <sighs> this kind of breaks my heart a little bit to see that, because I... That is one thing that I always tell my clients, please double check, triple check that you have your passport and ID because that might be a deal breaker in getting on the ship and creates quite a bit of stress and havoc once you're at the cruise port. Thank you, Karen, for sharing. I hope your brother never makes a mistake again. Another Instagram follower submitted this. Thinking you have, have in capital letters, by the way, thinking you have to book an excursion or that it has to be with the cruise line itself. All right, well, let's talk about this because this, this is a little complicated. Let me explain. When you go to a port of call, you have the option to get off the ship and explore that destination. That is the beauty of cruise travel, that you're able to visit numerous destinations in a short amount of time. It's one of the reasons why I love cruising. And I think that what this person is referring to is having that feeling that, oh, I'm getting off, you know, we're 
we're parking, we have to get off, we have to explore. I feel like I'm wasting this port if I don't get off. That's the whole reason why I came on this cruise. And you know what? Actually, I can relate to that, especially if it's in a destination that I've never been to. So yes, I can totally relate that pressure of having to do something and not knowing exactly what you want to do. The other comment that this person submitted was that it has to be with the cruise line itself. And I kind of want to talk about that because you do have the option to book a shore excursion. They're called private third-party excursions aside from the cruise line, but it comes with the responsibility of you better know that if something happens on an excursion, give yourself plenty of time to get back on the ship. Because if there is an example, you're on a tour, you're on a tour that you purchased through the cruise line, that tour bus breaks down. Well, the cruise ship is going to wait for you. If you book that excursion and that bus breaks down, there's no way for you to get back to the port. Well, you better start running because the cruise, the cruise ship will not wait for you because that was not a cruise ship sponsored excursion. You can save money by booking a third party shore excursion that's not through the cruise line, but I wouldn't really recommend it on those excursions that will take you far away from the port. Another one of my very kind kind says trying to do everything on the ship and not really relaxing. Thank you, Becky, for that submission. I completely understand. You get that cruise planner, your cruise compass, your daily compass, and you're just like, oh, they have this and this, and we need to go to this and that. And then before you know it, you're exhausted from your day because you want to make sure that you're not missing the show, that you're not missing the trivia, that you're not missing the presentation. And before you know it, you're like, wait a second, I came on this cruise to relax and I don't feel relaxed. So absolutely feeling that, that pressure of that you put your on yourself because no one even puts it on you. You put it on yourself, right? Of wanting to do everything and you don't get the opportunity to relax. Thank you so much, sweet Becky, for that submission. Another one of my followers on Instagram said, getting the drink package. I don't drink as much as I thought I did. Oh, this is from Travel Allure Dawn. This is a good one. Let's talk about this one because as a travel advisor, a very, very common question I get asked is, how much is a drink package? Because we want to add it. I am very honest when I share with people, well, how much do you drink? Because you're going to be looking at paying between $60 to $70 per person per day for an alcohol package. So unless you're going to have, I don't know, maybe eight or nine drinks a day, you may not be getting your money's worth and you may be spending more than you want to had you not purchased that drink package. I, for example, I'm not one to drink a lot. So it would be a huge waste of money for me to purchase a drink package knowing that I'm going to have maybe one at the most two drinks a day. Thank you. That is a great, oh no, you didn't moment. Another follower stated, flying in the day of Mr. Cruise departure back in 2019, caught up with the boat, but no luggage. Oh my, let's talk about this because this is so prevalent right now to what we're going through with all the current air schedules and changes and cancellations and delays that are going on right now. I'm actually telling people if you can fly in two days before, please do so because the airlines are going through, obviously they're understaffed and they have been canceling flights. There's weather delays. And you guys, unless you have that insurance purchase, the cruise leaves you, you're going to lose out on your money. So that she makes a really good point of 
right now I'm not, not, there's not one person. I'll be honest with you that I say flying the same day. I had even someone booked from Georgia recently and they're taking a cruise from Florida. I'm like, nope, flying the day before. If you're coming from the West coast to the East coast or vice versa, two days. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's just so complicated right now with air. So that is a great submission. Thank you so much, Meredith, for that. Huey on deck says overthinking the entire process. Hmm. That's an interesting one because maybe you have that expectation of what a cruise is and then it ends up being like something completely different. So I would say keep an open mind because it might, if you have a certain expectation of what this cruise will be and it's not, it might be kind of disappointing. Oh, my sweet client Vicky says, Forgetting to purchase the internet beforehand to save some dollars. Vicky, you bring up a great point. Because on most cruise lines, you will get a discounted price when you purchase the internet, the drink package, any specialty dining, any spa services before your cruise. Uh, sometimes even like Royal Caribbean, for example, will have cruise planner sales and you can get some sweet discounts when you purchase these items before your cruise. You can still purchase them when you're on the ship, but you won't get the discounts that you get before booking them before your cruise. Thank you for that, Vicky. I'm kind of honored that so many of my clients shared the, their personal experience, but my sweet client Lorena said, I forgot my sunglasses. And when we arrived at Costa Maya, they were $40. Again, that's one of those items that you know, you forget at home and my, I am a lover of sunglasses. So, uh, yeah, $40 for sunglasses that probably would have cost you a lot less is probably a big, oh no. Right. Thank you so much, Lorena, for sharing that lastly. And I left it for last for a reason. I'm going to explain for a second. I had my client Timothy and someone else say not using a cruise travel agent. Yes. Thanks for your help, Susie. You're very welcome. Tim, and I can't wait for you to share with me how your Royal Caribbean cruises to Alaska. That's coming up. And then somebody else said, not contacting a travel agent first. As a travel agent that specializes in cruise travel, I live, breathe, I mean, dream everything cruise travel. I have experienced it numerous times. I can share with you the good, the not so good, money-saving tips, and when you do this on your own, you might make the mistake of, for example, booking a flight at seven o'clock in the morning when you get off the ship. There's no way you're going to make that flight at 7 a.m. Someone actually left me that comment on TikTok recently. Will I make my flight off the ship to go home at seven o'clock in the morning? Never. You're never going to make it because usually you're not even off the ship around that time. So a simple thing like knowing when to book your flight home, understanding that at some ports, like for example, if you take a cruise from Port Canaveral, the closest airport is Orlando, you guys, that's a good hour away. So again, if you don't understand that, you might show up at Orlando International and then not understand that you now have to figure out how to get to Port Canaveral. Or right now, with the way that things are, the protocols, you might show up at the cruise terminal and not know that you had to take a COVID test 48 hours before your cruise, and then you end up stucking, and then you end up 
having to pay $120 to get a COVID test to board your ship. Imagine if there's like four or five of you in their family. That's going to add up. That is a big way to avoid these oh no moments by booking with someone that can assist you with this. Some of us don't charge anything like I don't and can get you additional perks like onboard credit, a bottle of wine, free specialty dining dinner, chocolate covered strawberries. Who doesn't like chocolate covered strawberries? Just depends on your cruise, but you always get onboard credit from a travel agent and one that really understands cruise travel. I hope you enjoyed some of these oh no moments that I just shared on this podcast. And thank you everyone on Instagram for sharing yours with me as well. I know that no vacation is going to be perfect. No cruise is going to be perfect, but honestly being prepared, having this information ahead of time will definitely save you some stress once you're on that ship so that you can enjoy the ocean views and the beautiful sunsets. And I hope that you took something from this and having this information could potentially save you from some stress once you're on your cruise. Well, thank you again for listening to this one. Again, you guys, my name is Susie. I'm a cruise addict and travel agent. I live, breathe, sleep, dream, cruise travel. And it's been a pleasure having you listen to this one. Again, if you would like to send me a question or a comment, please email me at Susie at countdowntravels.com. You can also find me on Instagram at cruise. Yes, please. I'm also on TikTok at cruising Susie. Leave me a review and thank you so, so much for listening. The next one will be a guest speaker. I'm so excited for episode number nine. Just wait to see who will be joining me here on Countdown Travels. You guys stay safe and I will see you soon.